This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as always, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our wonderful co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, don't forget that if you need more information about what we're talking about today, feel free to give us a call anytime at 715 715- 355-4445, or you can go to the website, retirewithbushka.com. Make sure you check out all the resources out there on the website. We've got past radio shows. We've got past TV shows out there. Uh, you can request copies of our newest book that we just put out, uh, as well as our previous book. Uh, you can also see information about our process, our meeting process, our reports that we run for clients, tons and tons of stuff on the website, including the ability to schedule that complimentary no obligation consultation. You can go right out to the website, match up your calendar with one of our advisors and get that uh, that uh, consultation scheduled right here and now. Now, the older that we get, the more we realize that everything, and I mean everything, changes. One day, you're bringing a tiny baby home from the hospital, and in the blink of an eye, they're starting school and then leaving for college, and then they have families of their own. And there's really nothing that you can do to stop it, so you'd best just hang on and enjoy the ride. Now, the idea that everything changes is just as true for your career. When you were 25, you probably had your career all mapped out in your head. And and at 30, you told yourself, I'll be here. And at 40, I'll be here. And uh, guess what? When you turned 30, the things that you wanted to achieve in your career had probably changed. And at 40, they'd probably changed all over again. Now, along those same lines, experts expect retirement to look differently in the coming decades thanks to technology and the changing workspace. So add changes to the average retirement age, Social Security's somewhat hazy future, and market volatility, and it becomes clear that folks who are preparing for retirement will have to be adaptable to other external forces. So during today's show, we're going to start by... uh, looking at some of the trends that will likely affect retirement in uh, the near future before pivoting to discuss some likely retirement changes that are still a little ways down the road. But before we talk about changes, let's make sure to say hello to everyone here. Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? Well, every day is a beautiful day here on Financially Speaking, right? Oh, of course. So I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Had a great week. Had a great weekend just keeping busy, hanging out with the family, and of course, here at work. Uh, You know, I love my job. I love doing the show with you guys each week, and uh, this sounds like a great topic. In fact, retirement will be a wonderful adventure, and we'll do it together. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) A little message for today's show. Uh, Sue, how are you doing today? I am doing really good. Summer is just going by way too fast for me, I'm telling you. Yeah. Crazy. Every Hopefully weekend. Hopefully you've something. had a chance to get outside and enjoy the weather, right? 
Oh, I manage that on the weekends every now and then to get out there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And Cole, I know you've been keeping busy too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, obviously summer is uh, a time that we pack every little thing into that we possibly can because <laughs> we get such a limited amount of it here in Wisconsin. But uh, but yeah, been trying to balance work and, and play as much as possible and getting out and enjoying the weather and uh, and also uh, uh, making sure that we're here and available for our clients whenever they need us. Yeah. And, you know, regarding our topic today, Cole, I think you said it right. Everything changes and it only makes sense then that retirement's going to look and feel differently, you know, five, 10 years down the road and maybe radically different two or three decades in the future. After all, a, a decade ago, most TV fans had expensive cable packages and today most have ditched cable for streaming services. So, you never really know what revolutionary change is coming until it actually happens, right? That's right, Tony. And there is actually a U.S. News and World Report article entitled Five Trends Shaping the Future of Retirement. And it focuses on some of the changes experts think are likely to begin popping up during the next decade. Now, the article references a principal survey of financial professionals and employers regarding likely near-term disruptors that found most of them agree retirement planning will significantly transform by 2030. Now, the first thing that will likely disrupt retirement planning is the retirement savings gap. Now, because of the increasing cost of living, Most people are struggling to save enough for retirement. Because of the increasing cost of living, more people are struggling to save enough for retirement. Now, recently, a U.S. news survey determined that 41% of Americans stopped putting money into their retirement accounts in 2022 because of high inflation. The experts polled by principal agree that the retirement savings gap is likely to grow by 2030. Now, there is some potential good news on the front. However, the Federal Secure 2.0 Act, which was signed into law in December 2022, provides several incentives for saving for retirement. Yeah, I think we need all the the incentives we can get to. I'm glad you mentioned that. And my first thought is here, hey, if any of our listeners out there have stopped contributing money to their retirement accounts, as you mentioned, I can't believe that over 40% stopped putting money into their retirement savings in 2022 because the market was down in 2022 and that's when you should buy is when <laughs> when it's low. Right. Uh, so right. you should be putting money into your 401k or IRA at that time and not taking money out. Um, so again, people end up, you know, buying uh, they buy high and sell low, and it's the opposite of what they should do is the way I see that. Um, but you should work with a financial services professional uh, before you make those moves. And if you have pulled out, you should um, you know, make sure you're saving enough to preserve your, that ideal retirement lifestyle and uh, you know, work on getting back into your investments and saving for retirement, right? 
That's exactly right, Tony. Now, an aging workforce is the next element that's disrupting retirement planning because it means that older, uh, more older folks, I should say, are staying on the job. Their uh, delaying retirement can come down to a numerous uh, factors, and uh, that would include financial needs, maintaining health care coverage, or personal enjoyment. And delaying retirement can have significant financial benefits because it provides more time for people to build their retirement savings. But as more people delay retirement, plans will need to be adjusted accordingly. The article notes that some employers are already responding to the needs of older workers by providing more thorough financial wellness benefits and educational programs designed to help them make solid decisions in conjunction with working with their uh, financial services professional. Now, the survey by principal found that COVID-19 spurred many changes to retirement plans, especially as they pertain to holistic financial wellness. More than 90% of respondents noted that financial wellness offerings are likely to rise significantly by 2030. Now, holistic financial wellness simply means employers address the needs of their workers at every stage of their lives by providing more options, education, and access. Yeah, and it doesn't stop with just your employers either. Uh, There are a lot of options out there uh, that are offered by yourselves, Sue and Cole, financial advisors. And having an employer, though, that does embrace holistic financial wellness and personal finance services uh, and uh, link to that uh, may be a potent combination if you're working with a financial services professional as well as utilizing everything your company has to offer. That's a good combo for a lot of work. Well, I think that's exactly right, Tony. Now, the article next notes that there is an increasing push for employees to have more customizable options for retirement planning. Now, in many cases, this means allowing employees to tailor their investments to their own personal needs and risk tolerance. Technology is likely to accelerate this move to customization. Now, principal's survey found that 90% of respondents think personalized advice and help will come from a financial professional, and 81% of employers agreed that digital tools will play a larger role for employees by 2030. I'm very encouraged by that 90% number because I think working with a financial services professional is the most important way to help secure your preferred retirement lifestyle. Now, lastly, as Gen Z continues making up a larger share of the workforce, its preference for online tools and education will broadly impact retirement planning overall. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, it's amazing some of these bigger generations, uh, millennials and Gen Z and the baby boomers, uh, what's happening there and how that's affecting the workforce and affecting retirement plans. Um, We should take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that no charge consultation. Um, Cole, let let our listeners know out there how they can get a hold of you. Definitely, Tony. They can give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445, or they can visit retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com, and there they can check out all sorts of resources and also schedule that complimentary no-obligation consultation right there on the website. All right. Sounds great. And we're going to keep on rolling 
uh, with Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. And during today's show, Sue and Cole, you've been looking into some of the trends and changes that people anticipate will significantly transform retirement planning by 2030, uh, as well as subsequent decades. And in a lot of cases, changes are driven by emerging technologies you mentioned and shifting needs and expectations. I think this has been a fascinating show today, Sue. What do you have next for us? Well, let's continue discussing the changing future of retirement planning by focusing on millennials. Now, while I understand many of you listening are significantly older than millennials, I think this conversation will have a lot of information that you'll find useful and interesting. Now, if you have kids or grandkids who are millennials, I also hope you'll share what you learned today with them. There was a Money Magazine article entitled, This is What Millennials Can Actually Expect from Retirement According to Experts. And it has some details about where retirement planning is right now and where it's headed that I really found enlightening. Now, millennials who are people born between roughly 1981 and 1996 have a harder financial time of it than those uh, previous generations. Now, mounting student loan debt and uh, stagnant salaries have forced many younger workers to delay uh, things like marriage and purchasing a home. Now, according to Fidelity, the average 401k balance for millennials is a mere $29,400. Now, even if the stock market spiked up to unexpected levels, that's probably not going to be enough money for them to count on during a significantly block of time. Right. So in 40 or 50 years, when today's millennials are retiring, what can they expect then, Cole? Well, the article's first likely change is that when large swaths of millennials are retiring, everyone will uh, know their genetic makeup. Having a better sense of your potential longevity and health can help you build a financial strategy for retirement that considers both of those factors. Now, the first DNA sequence for a human being costs several billion dollars, but today it costs in the neighborhood of a thousand dollars. And while thinking about What information DNA sequencing may reveal can be a little scary. It may also help you find earlier treatment for things like Alzheimer's or heart disease. Now, Dr. Torin Finkel, uh, director of the Aging Institute at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center's Senior Services, explains that for every 50 years, we can expect lifespan to increase by 15 years. Right now, our life expectancy is roughly 78 years, but in 50 years, it will be well over 90 Now, of course, that's exciting news for today's younger people because, hey, now you have the uh, time you need to take all the trips that you've been dreaming about. But on the other hand, you need to prepare yourself financially for living 90 or 95 years. Wow. Okay. Speaking personally, if I was in my 20s or 30s and knew there was a decent shot I'd live into my 90s, my first appointment would be with a financial services professional so they could help me devise a strategy to not outlive my money. And I, my grandfather lived to 101, and uh, pretty much every male on that side of the family and female has lived into their 100s, so uh, at least 90s, if not 100s. So I, I might want to think about that, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Um, and that's really a fair point, Tony, because the last thing you need when enjoying a long retirement is to run out of money. Right. 
Now, the article's next point, uh, that smarter algorithms will help you build your financial strategy, is one that I'm really optimistic about. Now, as the article explains, the path from your first day on the job to retirement isn't likely to be a straight line. Rather, you'll likely change jobs several times, which means that you'll have more money in more places. Now, keeping track of all of it and bundling it together for retirement could be really challenging. But imagine if everything you had, insurance products, all your savings, if it was in one place, allowing you to utilize common data, how much easier would that make it for you? Now, the answer is pretty obvious. Now, the article also notes that experts expect that when today's millennials retire, algorithms will be able to combine their finances, health history, life expectancy, and other data into a package that can inform financial decisions. Now, as a financial services professional, the idea of sitting down with clients and using this clear and reliable data is is very exciting. Well, yeah, it is exciting. And streamlined data that combines all your financial numbers in one place and enhances them with relevant data. Knowledge is power, but you also need the human touch of somebody who can look at the big picture. You don't want to rely solely on algorithms, right? Oh, absolutely. That's completely true. Now, the article next predicts uh, that when today's millennials are in their 60s and older, retirement itself will be largely viewed as something of a luxury. Now, I know upon first hearing that, it sounds like a negative thing, as if retirement will simply be unattainable, but that's oversimplifying the prediction, I think. Now, as technology continues to advance, it will likely reshape what we think of as work because it will become easier to both earn money and to choose how, when, and where we make it. Apps, for example, may make it easier than ever for older people to continue earning a bit of income even after they've transitioned away from their main career. So, uh, obviously, it sounds like rather than saying retirement will be a luxury, a better way to state it would be retirement will be those for those who either have more money than they know what to do with or for those who don't want to do any kind of work once they retire at a certain age. Right. Right. That's right. Right. And the article also explains that experts expect the language itself um, is likely to be different three or four decades from now. And meaning the word retirement may mean something different or be entirely obsolete. Today, retirement has a very specific meaning. But in the future, retirement may simply mean you're no longer working the Monday through Friday grind, but are instead using technology to earn a few bucks how and when you want. Right. And I I think you make a great point there, Sue. Uh, This is really interesting, and you have to stay updated on all the changes, and I know that you do. That's what your office does. I mean, most of us will only retire once. Uh, I know I'm only going to go through the retirement process once myself with my wife. However, uh, you, you guys, Sue and Cole, you retire every day. You go through the process at least every single day with your clients and people you meet with. Uh, so you are uh, very knowledgeable when it comes to this and know the mistakes to avoid. And you're keeping up on all the changes out there that we're talking about today. Uh, and that is key. Cole, how can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that no charge consultation? 
Well, Tony, they can give us a call at 715-355-4445, or they can visit retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com, where they can schedule that complimentary no-obligation consultation, either in our WASA office, our Eau Claire office, or you can schedule virtually if that works better for you. All right, sounds good. And today on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, we've been having a really interesting conversation about the future of retirement. And I think this has been a real eye-opener. What do you have for us next, Sue? Well, let's keep analyzing what retirement is likely to look like for today's millennials, who are roughly 40 years from retirement. Now, remember, even if you're much older than millennials, you'll likely find some useful information in our conversation. Now, I'd like to urge you to share today's episode with your younger kids or grandkids. The Money Magazine article entitled, This is What Millennials Can Actually Expect from Retirement, According to Experts, it has uh, some more details, which I honestly found pretty fascinating. For example, experts anticipate that aggressive lifelong learning will be a key goal for today's millennials. Fanush Tarabi, a personal finance expert quoted in the article, explains that she doesn't think that the old rule of thumb that putting 10% uh, of your income into a 401k is going to cut it for millennials because she thinks that retirement will be uh, very different than the ones that your parents and grandparents had. Now, Tarabi thinks today's millennials will also work to some extent, though it will be on their own terms. Now, here's an interesting direct quote from Tarabi. Frankly, they're going to be working a lot longer through retirement. I don't think there's going to be a hard and fast start to retirement. I think it's going to be a little bit more fluid. Yeah, I would agree. I think we're seeing that already. Uh, So how, how does lifelong learning fit into all this? Well, the longer you anticipate working and the more things that you think you may be interested in doing, the more you need to learn. Now, becoming a lifelong learner may increase your future earning power because as workers stay on the job longer, more companies are investing in retaining those workers and the decades of experience. Now, previously, many companies may not have seen the value in recruiting and retaining older workers because they are likely to leave sooner rather than later. But job hopping is becoming more common, which means hiring somebody in their late 60s may make more sense than ever. After all, better to enjoy a great employee for five years than never to have had that employee at all. Whether a person is 65 or 25, their length of time on the job is likely to be about the same nowadays. Yeah, and now that you put it that way, it makes perfect sense. If most people are only going to be on the job for a handful of years before they move on to the next opportunity, why wouldn't companies focus on finding the most talented and experienced people they can regardless of age? That scenario seems like a win-win for companies and older workers, which I'm always looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just as interestingly, many experts expect that the need for lifelong learning will also fundamentally change college. Now, for hundreds of years, the college bargain was pretty straightforward. You spent four years earning a degree, and then that degree prepared you for the next 40 or 50 years. But as people live much longer, that college degree may 
need to prepare them for 70 or 80 years. And the reality is it probably can't. So that means while continuing to to provide traditional four-year degrees, colleges will have to develop programs that cater to older people who are looking to add new skills sharpen their current skills or who simply want to take classes for their own enjoyment. Now, while many colleges have had uh, special programs for older people for many years, the future is likely to require far more robust offerings. Now, the article also notes that many uh, folks may determine a four-year degree isn't an adequate return on investment. Instead, they opt for formal training or certification, and then after 10 years, they can keep doing what they're doing, or they could pivot uh, to something else. Now, it would essentially be smaller, but regular investments in your education throughout your life. Yeah, and this is something I've thought about a lot, because number one, I have three children in college now. Actually, our youngest is just entering college this fall, Uh, but... Uh, you know, as college becomes increasingly expensive, and let me tell you, it's expensive. Um, people rely more and more on the internet for education and information. I'm wondering what it's all going to look like in 50 years from now. Uh, but speaking of education, I really wish they would uh, start with financial education, uh, budgeting and things like that, and saving and investing early on, like sixth grade, I think finances should be Uh, taught personal finance uh, classes. My kids uh, had an option of taking them when they were juniors or seniors in high school for the first time. And so by then, I just, I think they should start much earlier uh, than that, at least junior high or middle school um, with uh, financial ed. I'm sure you guys agree, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that needs to be integrated into uh, curriculums everywhere, but uh, it it seems to be a slow adoption, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Now let's close by pondering what the age-old retirement question, will I have enough money, means for today's millennials. Now right now, when we sit down with a client who's in their 50s, we can chart out 20 or 25 years of retirement with reasonable, though admittedly not perfect, accuracy. But when you combine the average age of millennials with the factors that we've discussed today, answering the question of will I have enough money becomes a bit more difficult. So if you're working with a financial services professional to include investments in your financial strategy, will the companies you're putting money into today be around 70 years from now? The article notes that Google has already gone 100% renewable for its energy purchases, which is the equivalent to taking a million cars off the road. Now, as more companies follow Google's path, what will it mean for the stock market and the broader economy? Establishing a lasting relationship with a financial services professional is a way that millennials may be able to answer those questions and put a plan together. Well, yeah, nobody wants to run out of money in retirement. I mean, uh, nobody wants their bank account to hit zero before their blood pressure does. Right. So uh, that's the goal. That's why people need to be working with financial professionals like yourself. So before we go today, Cole, let our listeners out there know how they can set up that no charge consultation to get a plan in place. Well, Tony, they can give us a call at 715-355-4445, or they can visit the website, retirewithbushka.com. Again, that's retirewithbushka.com. 
<laughs> All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc., Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.